Hello and welcome back to another episode of Choices. I'm your host, Nick Kroll. This week, we're going to talk about diet, but we're going to talk about diet from a lot of different perspectives here. We're going to talk about diet from what I personally do. We're going to talk about diet from what I tell my clients to do. And we're going to talk about diet uh, from the perspective of what, quote, science would say. Um, So there's a lot to cover here. Uh, we're going to talk about your total daily expenditure. We're going to talk about how much protein you can and should eat per day. We'll talk a little bit about the foods, but I want to first start off with talking about the concept of diet. Um, there's a lot of different diets out there when it comes to paleo or keto or whatever you want to call all these different fad diets that kind of come and go over the years. Um, the, the best diet is one that works, is one that you're going to stick to. Because what happens 90% of the time is somebody sees this diet online and they say, I'm going to try that. But they don't like 90% of the food, so they choke it down for a few weeks. And then they say, F this, I'm over it, I don't want to do this anymore. And then you're back to eating pizza and cookies like you were before. So I personally don't ever recommend to anybody, and I don't do it myself, to say, pick one of these random 18 different diet types that are out there and stick to that. Make a diet that fits your lifestyle. Make a diet that's going to work for you and ease into it step by step. And when I say ease into it step by step, I don't mean on Monday, just decide you're going to eat three square meals a day that are chicken and rice and then have a good like four eggs for breakfast. That is the end goal. You'll get to there, but you don't start with that because again, you just burn out so quickly with doing that. Um, So an example of something that I would tell a client here is all I want you to do is start by eating a good healthy breakfast every day this week. And then next week, we're going to eat a good healthy breakfast and a good healthy lunch. That means the first week, your lunch and your dinner, I don't really care what you're eating. I want you to make conscious choices, conscious efforts to not eat junk, but we're not going to put something on paper and say, okay, this is exactly what you're going to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner right away. I'll give you that paper that says these things, but I only want you to focus on step one breakfast. That's it. That's the only thing that you got to worry about for the first week. And what I've noticed in doing this is a lot of the times people are, it's a lot more sustainable and people end up long-term more successful in this um, kind of slower progression into the diet versus here's a meal plan, eat, cook all this, eat all this and stick to this for the next 10 years of your life. And that'll be great. Um, I just, I haven't seen that work. I haven't seen it work in myself or anybody else. And my whole journey has been just a gradual get one thing down. Okay, good. Once you get one thing down, it becomes second nature. And then you can just move on to the rest of it. Next thing down. Okay, good. Second nature. And then before you know it, um, like personally now, it takes me maybe an hour and a half to meal prep and cook and clean everything. Uh, five days worth of food. And mind you, I'm eating three of those meals a day. And my meals are like four ounces of chicken, four ounces of ground beef, seven ounces of rice. And it takes, like I said, an hour and a half to cook all that. And we'll get into like my personal diet a little bit later. Um, So back to the concept of a good diet is the one that works and the one that you're going to stick to. So gradually increasing it and making it more and more intense each week, meaning you're eating good breakfast, good snacks, good lunch, good dinner, uh, maybe a good shake before bed, whatever your goal is, depending if you're trying to gain or lose weight. Um, this is a lot more sustainable. So I would definitely recommend starting there. As far as eating healthy, so I say this all the time. One good meal is not going to make you healthy and one bad meal is not going to make you fat. And with a client specifically, I'm giving away one of my tricks right now. But when I say, how was your diet yesterday? 
and the first word out of their mouth is, oh, it was I, I had chicken and rice for lunch. The fact that you pulled chicken and rice out of the whole day of yesterday tells me the rest of the day wasn't very good. Now, if this is the beginning stages of it, that's fine. That's good. But that means that the rest of the day was kind of shit. Now, if you would have said, I did pretty good, but I did have a, a small you know, piece of cake or a cookie after dinner. It was my cousin's birthday or whatever. That tells me that you've been doing really well and you've been sticking to a pretty good diet and you had one little slip up. Now, granted, either one of those isn't going to change much, whether it's one little cookie or one piece of chicken, that's not going to do anything for you long term. You have to do it consistently and sustainably for a longer period of time to actually reap results from this. I can tell you this, though, no matter what your goal is, whether it's uh, a bulk, a cut, or just a body recomposition, meaning you're trying to burn fat and add muscle at the same time, which is what 90% of people that work out are probably trying to do. Chicken potatoes, steak potatoes, chicken rice, steak rice is never going to be a bad choice. That's always going to be like a go-to ground beef and rice, ground beef and potatoes, whatever it may be. Those should be like the pinnacle of the diet Um, because you're you're not going to get fat eating that and you're not going to be small eating that because all you got to do is up your – up the ounces that you're eating per meal if you want to gain weight. You want to lose weight, you decrease the ounces per meal or you play with a uh, little bit less chicken, a little bit more rice, a little bit less rice, a little bit more chicken. And we'll get into like how much you should personally be eating after. I have some formulas and stuff written down and I'll put them down below in the description. But that kind of stuff is exactly how you're going to be set up for success is just having a good core group of foods Uh, that you can kind of plug and play from, whether you do your four ounces of chicken, four ounces of steak, four ounces of beef, turkey, whatever it is, if you got that core group of foods, you're going to be successful in doing this. Um, The last thing I'll say about the concept of dieting is what I personally do, I call it eat like a dog. Uh, And that's because if you have a dog, which I have two, um, you give them, you buy them one good, healthy brand of food, And you give them the same thing every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or breakfast, dinner, however many times you feed your dog. It's the same exact thing every day, roughly about the same time, and you do that forever. So why would you not do that with yourself? Why would you not pick a good, healthy meal and just eat the same thing? And the reason I do the same thing every day is because it's quicker to meal prep. I'm not trying to cook out 16 different things. There's no, oh, I'm going to pick this one. I'm going to pick that one. And then the one that you don't really like doesn't get eaten. And then it goes bad and you're wasting food. Um, you don't have to do this, but it makes it much more simple, especially if for some people who uh, develop like a digestive problem where their stomach gets more upset or maybe their shits aren't as solid or all you got to do now, since you're eating the same exact thing every day, is you start plugging and playing with those. Okay, so if you're eating ground beef, chicken, and rice every single day, and you're saying your stomach's been really upset lately, let's take out the ground beef. What did that do for you? Do you feel better? No? Okay, let's put that back in. Let's take out the chicken now. What did that do for you? Oh, you feel better now? Okay, so then it was the chicken. Let's try a different chicken, whether you had the wrong seasoning or whatever. You can plug and play a lot easier, and it makes it it's not a guessing game anymore. You can actually just go through your list. I mean, you do have to kind of guess in the general sense of it, but you're not adding something different every day that makes it much harder to pull something out of. Um, So that's why I personally like the quote, eat like a dog method. It's just, it's simple. It's easy. You know what you're getting. And it also helps as far as uh, counting calories. So like I'll do the, my fitness pal app once every couple of months, maybe. 
and it's roughly the same thing. Granted, if I want to like add a little bit of size or take a little bit of size off, I'll adjust from there. But it's roughly the same thing every day. Like I, I have all my numbers written down and I'll share with that towards the end of the podcast. Um, but my protein, my carbs, my fats are all going to be roughly the same. So you don't have to worry about trying to track everything every single day if you're getting that into it. Um, it just makes things easier. You don't have to do it, but I've found it's the easiest way to have a really good diet. So um, that's pretty much all I have for the concept of creating a good diet for yourself. Now, how much food should you be eating? Well, this is going to greatly depend on how active you are, your size, male or female. So what I did here was I took one of my favorite ways to determine this, and that's TDE, total daily expenditure, uh, caloric expenditure. There's a couple different formulas out there. They're not going to be precise numbers. Every formula you use is going to give you a different number. All this is is a starting point for you. If you're someone who's never done a diet before and you're trying to think, what's a good way for me to start from ground zero, find a TDE formula. And I'm going to put one that I like that I got out of the ISSA Fitness, the complete guide um, from one of the courses that I took. Uh, it's the formula right out of there. So basically all it is is DCE, which is daily caloric expenditure, is going to be 6.25 times your weight in pounds, and that's in parentheses. And then you're going to add 12.7 times your height in inches, also in parentheses. Then you're going to subtract 6.76, multiply that by your age in parentheses, and then add 66 to that. Once you get that number, you're going to multiply that by your activity level. So like I said, I'm going to put that, that's for males. Females, it's a different equation. I'll put them both in the description to this video, uh, um, to this podcast. They'll be down below. So I'm going to use myself for this example to kind of give you the breakdown of that. So I am five foot eight, 185 pounds, and I'm 25 years old. So that would mean DCE equals 6.25 times 185 for my weight in pounds. That's 1,156. Write that number down, and then you got your little uh, addition symbol, parentheses again, 12.7 times my height in itch inches, which is 68. That's going to equal 863. Subtract 6.76 by 25, which is going to be 169, and then you're going to add 66 to that. So in the grand scheme of all that, that's going to give me a total number of 1,916 calories. What you need to do now is there is um, a more detailed description of it, but I have the, the cliff note version of it. You're going to multiply that by your activity level. So that's a one through five scale and you got to rank yourself. So like level one, for example, is you're sedentary. You don't really do much exercise. Maybe you go to the gym once a week. Um, lightly active is you go to the gym a couple times a week, but you're pretty much riding a desk all day at work. Moderately active, maybe you have a pretty physical job and you go to the gym two, maybe three times a week. Very active would be you have a, a fairly physical job and you uh, go to the gym four or five days a week. And then extremely active is you basically just don't sit down, in my opinion. That is extremely active. I think very, very few people are uh, that number five, extremely active. However, if you're somebody who's a little bit smaller and you're trying to gain weight, you want to bump this number up because this is going to give you a larger total caloric expenditure number. So if you uh, if you think you're like a level four on this, but you give yourself the level five, it's going to give you a larger multiplier and it's just going to increase the amount of calories that you should be eating, which is probably going to help you in the grand scheme of things. So me personally, I'm one of those people who just doesn't sit down. 
I work out five to six days a week. I play hockey uh, once a week on top of that. So I am, I'm literally always on my feet. I do 10 to 15,000 steps a day easily. A lot of days are over 15,000, but I gave myself the number five, 1.9. So you come back to that 1,916 number that you got from the original equation, multiply that by 1.9, and that's going to give you 3,640 calories a day. So what that number now means, that is how many calories that your body, my body is personally burning without like adding anything else to my daily routine. That is how much I'm burning while I go about my day. So that means if I take my dogs for a little bit longer walk one of these days, I'm burning extra calories. So you got to be conscious of that in what you're eating if you're trying to gain weight. If you're trying to lose weight, then you want to be eating less than 3,600 calories a day. Usually when I get somebody to uh, come up with this number, I'll start with plus or minus two to 400, depending on how big the number is. So with my number being 3,600, that's a pretty high number because my multiplier was so high. Um, So I eat about 4,000 to 4,200 calories roughly a day. Now there's some days where it's way more than that, but very few days is it less than that. And that's a ton. And it's honestly pretty difficult to maintain and add weight. Um, I wouldn't say maintaining is super difficult at this point, but to add weight to my 185 right now with just how active I am, it's very difficult. Even eating 4,000, 4,200 calories a day, it's difficult to add weight. So that would tell me that I need to eat more calories, which is why some days I'll add like an extra snack of maybe some steak tips or some pasta, something like that, um, just to put more calories in my body because I already eat what most people would consider is an absurd amount of calories a day. I have a friend who's the exact opposite. He eats 2,000 calories a day and he's gaining weight when he wants to lose weight. And we go back and forth all the time where it's just like, wow, I could not imagine the roles of us being reversed. Like if I only needed to eat 2,000 calories to grow and he only needed to eat and he could eat 4,000 and still lose weight Um, because that's basically what it's like. So... Once you get this number, you're going to get your total caloric expenditure. And like I said, these are all a rough estimate. So that 3,600 number that I get from this formula, that's a very rough estimate. That is not um, the hard number. Like I said, there's multiple different equations, but that's a good starting point for you. So shave, uh, if you're trying to lose weight, shave like three to 400 calories off of that number. If you're trying to gain weight, add three, 400 calories to that number try it out for, I would say at least three to five weeks, um, a solid month of doing this. You should start to see something, some sort of progress. You should be able to start to adapt to something, whether, um, you're starving at the end of the day and you're trying to gain weight. You shouldn't be. If you're full at the end of the day and you're trying to lose weight, you shouldn't be. So if you're one of those people, I'll kind of dumb that down a little bit because I said it a little backwards, but if you're trying to lose weight, you should be hungry at the end of the day. Not starving, but you should be a little hungry. If you're trying to gain weight, you should be full every day. Like You, you shouldn't go throughout your day being hungry if you're trying to gain weight. Um, now, granted, like I said, you're going to be eating chicken and rice or chicken potatoes, whatever of those foods from earlier um, for the best results. Sometimes you'll be a little bit hungry. There's uh, some days I'll get myself into a project and I won't have, or I won't have a break between clients as often. So I get hungry. But when that happens, I eat my meal and a snack, whether that snack is like a yogurt and a bagel or yogurt and an apple or something. It's usually a yogurt and something, some sort of a carb, like fruit, um, or bread. Um, so 
with all this being said, we'll talk about how much protein you should be absorbing or how much protein you should be eating and how much protein your body can actually absorb. And this is where we're getting a little bit more into the quote science of this stuff. And I personally don't usually really like to go to these examples because um, there's just a lot out there on what you should do, what you shouldn't do. And like these quote studies and that stuff's all great, but everybody is very, very different. And you got to do trial and error with yourself. You got to see what works for you. When I tell you how many calories I eat per day uh, or how many grams of protein I eat per day, nobody like nobody's everybody's like, hot. Why? Why? That seems unnecessary. Um, we'll get into that after. But uh, a study came out. I was watching one of Jeff Nippard's videos. Uh, maybe I'll put the link in the description to this if I can um, about how you can't eat too much protein basically to where it would be harmful to your body. Um, he gave, he provided the examples of the studies on that and it seemed true. So I'm going to buy it because I also eat a ton of protein every day, roughly 350 grams of protein a day, uh, at 185 is almost two grams per pound of body weight. So I have no side effects. I have good blood work. Everything is fine when I go to the doctors. So I would, I personally would believe that that's true. Now, when talking about how much protein you can absorb per meal, because remember, for a meal, personally, what I'm doing is eight ounces of chicken, uh, sorry, four ounces of chicken and four ounces of ground beef. And usually it's a little over. Usually it's like 4.3, 4.4 of each. So we'll say nine ounces of a protein per meal. So that nine ounces of protein per meal is over 50 grams of protein. Well, most people say that you can't absorb any more than 20 to 30 grams of protein per sitting. That is... There isn't enough out there. Um, this was the same video that I was watching, and I watched a couple others. There isn't enough out there to really determine how much you can absorb per day. But if you're a larger person with more muscle mass, you're going to need to absorb more. Your body can absorb more protein, and you're going to need more protein than somebody who's a little bit smaller with less muscle mass. So, or larger with less muscle mass, depending on your body style, your body type. Um, but... What I do personally is I'll eat my 350 grams of protein per day. Why? Because my body is not using all of that protein, but it's also not wasted. It goes towards energy as well. Just like carbs and fats, it, protein can be broken down into your BCAAs and used as energy. So I would rather eat uh, a leaner protein than eat more fats and more carbs because I already eat pretty close to 500 grams of carbs a day and I'm eating about 120-ish grams of fat a day. So I'd rather just increase the protein more and keep the fat and carbs a little bit lower for more energy. Now, is that a little bit more expensive? Am I spending a little bit more money at the butcher to get chicken versus I could be eating, uh, you know, like pasta that costs you a dollar for a pound? Yeah, of course. Um, but... I have seen good results in doing it that way and it's worked for me and it's worked for a few of my friends that have tried it. So that's why I stand by that. Um, again, protein per sitting. Yeah, it's going to vary for everybody just like everything else. But usually um, look at people who do intermittent fasting, right? So you have these people who have seen great success, my, uh, I will add. Like uh, intermittent fasting I don't think is bad. I think if you're trying to really, really gain weight and gain muscle, you don't want to intermittent fast. Um, but, you know, whatever works for you, if that's the way that you're going to eat all of your protein for the day, then so be it. But you have plenty of people that intermittent fast and they look great. They have plenty of muscle mass. And there's been studies out there that show that intermittent fasting, you can still grow muscle, even though you're eating all of your protein 
in say a four hour window versus a 16 hour window, your body still uses the protein. So it doesn't just throw it away. It's not just a complete waste. Your body will use the total amount of protein that it needs. And personally, my opinion would be that it's better to eat more than you need than to eat less than you need. So if you eat more than you need and it just gets expended as energy versus going to the muscle, then I think that's fine and so be it. Um, so that's pretty much all I have as far as the dieting goes. I'll explain uh, my diet in a little bit more depth. So it's like I said, it's the same thing every single day. I do the eat like a dog. So I wake up six eggs. It's usually four yolks and two whites, um, a wheat bagel. Sometimes I'll do um, some ham in the eggs. It kind of depends on if the ham is prepped there or not. It's not really a, a game changer for me because I already eat so much protein. Uh, it's usually more for a, a flavor thing than it is calorie counting. Um, it's usually a, a half a handful of diced up ham. Uh, Obviously, there'll be some butter on there. So always make sure you track the little things that you're also eating, your butter, your buffalo sauce, soy sauce, because um, stuff like that also has calories. Buffalo sauce, usually pretty good. Butter, usually a little bit higher in fat and calories. Um, there's another one that people love that I forget what it is. Um, oh, barbecue sauce, pretty high in sugar typically. So just make sure that you're counting that stuff too and you're not neglecting it because there are calories in that. Um, so after breakfast, usually I'll have a second breakfast in between my first lunch. And, uh, that second breakfast is anything from some Kodiak pancakes to another bagel to maybe a protein shake, something along those lines. Um, after that, I'll have my first lunch, which is, uh, the ground beef, chicken, rice. It's usually four to four and a half ounces of chicken and ground beef, and then seven to eight ounces of, uh, brown or white rice. Uh, if you flip over a box of brown and white rice and you compare them side by side. The only real difference is the micronutrients, um, meaning there's like a couple more vitamins in brown rice. So if white rice is what you want to eat because it's easier to stomach, then by all means have the white rice. It's the, the, the caloric difference in the two is almost zero. Um, like I said, it's just, there's a couple extra vitamins in brown rice versus white rice. So I do that meal. Um, I usually have a protein shake after that at some point, usually my workout is after lunch. Uh, so that's why I'll have my post-lunch protein shake, which is a banana, milk, ice cubes, creatine, protein powder, and that's it. Um, and then from there, uh, I eat that lunch again, and then usually a little snack in between yogurt, apple, banana, something like that. Uh, always a second yogurt though. And then I'll have my meal again. And then before bed, I'll usually do another shake, um, sometimes an extra snack as well, depending if I was extra active, if I had uh, a longer day in the gym or if I had a walk with the dogs, anything like that. I usually eat another, um, quote, snack slash meal, whatever you want to call that. Um, but that's pretty much dieting in a nutshell. I mean, you could talk about this for hours and hours, but that's kind of the, um, the gist of it, the meat and potatoes, if you will. So if anybody has any questions, please feel free, reach out. I can help you figure out your daily caloric expenditure and kind of get you on a good path to success. Um, my Instagram is at Nick underscore Kroll. You can always go to my website and send in um, one of the forms that's like a request for training. But if you're just asking a question in that, I can always email you back. The website is rnfitnessgym.com. And I believe it's under the inquire for coaching tab. Um, you can just mail in a question that way as well. So thank you very much for listening. 
We'll see you on the next one. Take care.